the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. I am Danny Smith, alongside my good friend, Ben South, and we are excited to be with you for another episode today. Ben, I hope that uh, this finds you doing well. How are you today? Man, we are good out here in the Mid-South, in Arkansas. Things are turning into spring. The plants are all blooming, so allergies are raging, and yes. but we're doing well. Ministry's going well, and God's so blessing. Are you, finding, are you finding your car covered with the yellow stuff? It is uh, yellow most mornings, and then when it rains, there is this greenish-yellow slime on the water yes. everywhere. So, yeah, yeah, wonderful part about living in the South. That's exactly right. You know, there's a lot to love about Southern culture, but that's not one that I think anybody loves. And if you do, we probably need to talk to some help for you. And so are you cutting, are you having to cut your grass already? We have had to cut grass once, probably should have a couple of times, but it's been so wet this year that I still can't even get into part of my yard. It's I'm going to have a little uh, jungle over there or a little bit of swamp. Uh, on the a side of my yard just where it's so wet that we can't even get the mower in there yet but yep we're mowing and weeds are up and growing <laughs> that's it mowing and growing i like it well you know it is uh it, it's a great time of the year spring of course except for the pollen and we could even add you know the tornadoes and things like that there down south but really it's a great time of the year you know we've we've uh we're getting close to the end of the school year we've got our kids go a little bit longer out this way um you know i think my son graduates on june the 1st which is i think a week or so later than than what happens down where you're at but uh hard to believe that we're kind of barreling towards summer and you know who's really probably starting to feel it are, are college professors and so i bet people at central baptist college are great sponsor of this podcast they're probably counting down the days. I remember when I went to college and I was getting out early to mid-May. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. But uh, Ben, you you teach some college classes and so you know the crunch of it. Uh, maybe you're thinking about going to college uh, for the first time. Maybe you started a degree um, in the past. You never did get a chance to complete it. Uh, the PACE completion program at Central Baptist College is a great way to jump back in. Christ-centered education. Uh, be able to uh, further your uh, academic skills, cbc.edu. You can connect with an admissions counselor. You can look at financial aid, different academic programs. Um, but uh, we're, we're thankful for CBC, Central Baptist College, and their sponsorship uh, of our uh, a podcast. So, Ben, the schedule is going to get full. You got to mow the yard. Got to keep that car washed. But summer is definitely barreling towards us. So as the missions guy at Central Baptist Church there in Conway, or just your experience on staff, something we could kick around today is what's really the one thing you feel like we've got to get this done until summer? And so maybe we can talk specific to you and I, but maybe we can kick that around in a more general sense for people listening to, to kind of evaluate, okay, what is that one thing I need to get done before summer hits? 
Yeah, I think that's an important thing when you get into these seasons because so much in church life, we end up in these cycles that just kind of one seems to spill over into the next. And before you're finishing one thing, you're already ramping up the next. And there are a lot of things that just kind of get pushed to the side or on the back burner, if you will, and in ministry and maybe even in our personal life, things that we just need to make sure we focus on. I think some of these transition periods do provide us a good opportunity to assess and kind of step back. Okay, we're moving into a different season, a different period. Is there something that I can get off of my desk at this point? Is there something I can wrap up, tie a bow in it, be done with it, and get finished before this next season of ministry really launches? Because we're past Easter. We are you know, there's a couple of little things here. School's going to be out. Summer's going to be full-blown ministry in most contexts. What are some things in this little reprieve season right here that we could, could do or maybe we can wrap up and, and finish as far as maybe things that we've been waiting to do for a long time but just haven't gotten around to doing it? Yeah, it's amazing how quickly you turn around and the Easter season is already gone. It feels, In some ways, it feels like it was just Christmas and course now Easter's over and, and and so Ben you know I think it's important that if you are in that chair two position maybe you're the only chair two guy maybe you're like Ben and it's a multi-staff church um, it's really being able to look at at, at your ministry um, that you have specific oversight and stewardship of and say okay for this ministry to be successful not just in the summer but moving on into the fall and listen we're going to be doing podcasts soon about you know kicking off fall in the school year and stuff like that. So you really have to look in this transition time, as you're saying, to go, okay, for this to be successful the rest of the year, what is it that I need to take care of that I need to put, uh, you know, as the sayings, I need to dot some I's and cross some T's to make sure that the ministry is set up. Now, we've recorded a lot over the last couple of years about, you know, your calendar and, you know, your budget and all that stuff. Um, but maybe... Ben, kick around at least from your perspective, and I'll I'll chime in. What are some things this time of the year that you do look at um, for making sure uh, success in the summer and moving forward? Um, you know, one thing that comes to my mind immediately is I mentioned budget. This might be a great time because your first quarter in, maybe your church is, maybe they're not keeping up with the budget um, that you had set back in the fall. And so maybe you're looking and going, okay, our idea this summer was to, do this, but the way our giving's going, the way maybe our bank account's going, people are, are fearful of inflation. They're fearful of, you know, the banks and the financial system and all of those things. Maybe you're having to make some adjustments. So the one thing you need to do between now and the summer is go, okay, we can't quit doing ministry. But the one thing I need is I need to focus on making sure I can streamline this. Is there a way I can make this maybe more affordable without sacrificing uh, the ministry and maybe even the scope of what that ministry is. Yeah, I think budgets are one of those areas right now. It's a good time to pause and say, where are we? How far are we in the year? How far are we into the budget amount? What's the rest of the year going to look like? Do we need to make some adjustments? Because it's a good time to make some of those just adjustments now before you get into a high spending season like summer, especially if you're in a ministry like students or kids or those next gen ministries where there's going to be high intensity and a lot of spending that goes on in the next few months. So do some assessments there. I, I think it's also a good time. I know for me, th this is a time when I try to like wrap up a few things for the fall. 
I usually try to wrap up, you know, any mission teams that we've got going the rest of the year, wrap up the details for it, anything. Um, this year, I'm going to be wrapping up a study we're doing with our church this fall. I, I want to get it pretty well done before summer gets here. So I'm not last minute finishing it up. So we're going to be finishing writing some lessons, putting some of those things together for our groups that we're a study we're all going to be doing uh, later this year. So th there's some of those kind of things. And I think this is a good season to do it. You're a third of the way in or so of the year. So you, you've got a good perspective of kind of where you're going to be. You can have a good thermometer and a, a uh, you know, a, a, something to tell you where you are. So, but it's not too late to correct some things if you maybe you're kind of going off the rails in one area, especially budget wise. But, but for me, I, I think this is that planning time, those things that, Hey, we know we're doing these things the rest of the year. Let's, let's get the nuts and bolts all tightened up, everything ready to go. So when those get here, summer, late summer, fall, we're ready to go. Yeah, I love how you incorporate. Um, we want to get it done by summer, but it doesn't mean it's just summer stuff. You know, it's stuff that um, in this transition time, uh, maybe you've got a little reprieve and you can look at and go, you know, we always do a missions thing in October or we always do this in September. Knock it out now and uh, go ahead and at least, uh, you know, put some structure to it. Do you find your small group leaders, uh, your your Sunday school teachers, people that help in your ministry, do you find that this time is also a good time to meet with them to just recast vision to, uh, you know, kind of, like you said, look ahead to, to fall and, and, and summer and, and beyond? Uh, do you find that this can be a good time for that? Or is that just, I know we want an ongoing thing, but uh, is this, a, is it a good time to do those things? I think it is. And I know like in our ministry, we'll be having our late spring teachers uh, training and meeting. We don't try to do that during the summer. So what we're doing now is going to be getting them through to fall launch. So we're going to be hitting stuff. Hey, how do you maintain groups this summer? How What can you look forward to? How can we help you? What do you need to help maintain and be connected? Because honestly, trying to connect over the summer is going to be more difficult because people are going on vacation. This kid, school is out. And so this is that season when you've got, okay, this is the last big thing until we get our fall push. This is when we do those organizational things. But the truth is for me, I'm even going to be doing in the next month or so our meetings about Christmas events and the late fall stuff. We're starting to work on that now. So before summer gets here, I really have to get some of that launch work for the late fall stuff off the table and, and, and in process. Because once summer gets here, if if you wait till summer to start it, a lot of times what you find is you, you can't get everybody to the table that you need to because of the summer schedules. Well, but then it's fall before you can get them back together. And you're now you're up against the deadlines for getting things done. So this is that time to really get the ball moving for fall, late fall end of year things that's a lot of frustration when it, you know you procrastinate and you get to the fall and all of a sudden is you know you're trying to pull people along and you go okay we'll do it next year and it just really starts that cycle um so using this time to evaluate your budget using this time to evaluate some legwork that you can get done for ministry this fall and beyond um is, is some are some great things to do uh, before summer hits um, on a personal part, too. Now, we we talked about taking time off in the summer for vacation and stuff like that in other places. This may be also a good time of the year for you to personally 
um, take care of either getting back on track with your devotional life or maybe even breaking, you know, maybe you take Thursdays and, and that's a day that you're just somewhere disconnected to pray because, you know, you've got some ministry coming up. You're doing the legwork for it. You're checking the budget for it. You're talking to small group leaders. You're talking to other members of the staff. But ultimately, you know, that true transformation is going to happen when God is working in the lives of those people. And so this is a great time of the year to start maybe a new rhythm of can I take a day? Can I take half a day? Can I take an hour? What can I do so that before all this hits, man, I'm praying it through and I'm praying it up and I'm really just trusting God with these ministries and with these activities that we're going to be doing. So it's a great time to really dive into um, this sounds even funny to say, as I say it, the spiritual component of it, because everything we do, right, should be spiritual with life change. But it is a job sometimes and we make it that. So, yeah, this is a great time to retreat, take time and dig in. Well, and I think if you can put some of the spiritual emphasis on the front end of your planning, it's more likely to be permeated throughout it versus, hey, we're doing all this planning, planning. Oh, yeah, we need to pray. Let's add a prayer here at the end and hope God blesses everything we've done. So I, I think there's some wisdom in what you've just said to step back even and, and look at some of those spiritual disciplines that maybe we need to, you know, fortify a little bit over the next couple months to give us the the strength and the, you know, the spiritual underpinning we need to to do everything the rest of the year. Yeah, I like that phrase, spiritual discipline, better than the spiritual component of it. Uh, I appreciate you uh, giving a better word to use there. In a multi-staff church, do you guys do anything specific this time of the year to uh, be able to communicate what's coming up? Um, or is that just sort of ongoing in staff meeting? Well, we tend to kind of do that ongoing planning kind of in our own areas versus as a whole. And then it comes more to the whole closer to the, to time. Um, so no, probably we don't do a lot of that kind of communication. Could it be done? Probably so. Uh, a lot of that depends on the structure of your, your church environment, how you, your systems just work with each other. So no, we don't do a lot of the long-term planning in the big group. Um, but I think some of that is, you know, it's happening in different areas because I know uh, we're already talking while we're sitting here. I've sent some messages to some of our Christmas people saying, hey, we need to talk about these things. It reminded me, just go ahead and send that note and, and say, hey, we've got to get this this going. Now, once that planning gets going, then it'll come back to the pastoral staff once it gets closer to time. And it's more of a, hey, here's where you need to get involved with this versus that initial planning. Yeah, you mentioned something right there about uh, sending those emails while you were thinking about it. Um, I, I can't remember the official what, you know, what this is called, something like, let's say, rule of five or maybe rule of two. If it if it takes you less than, say, two minutes, do it then. If it's going to take you more than a certain amount of time, put it on the calendar. If it's going to take even more time, put it on the master calendar type thing. And so this is a great, great time to go, hey, what needs my attention now? What's going to need my attention, you know, in three weeks and what's going to need my attention long term. So that way, too, you know, it's just a multi-point touch system for you to see to go, oh, yeah, I did some legwork two weeks ago on that curriculum. 
but today is the day I'm going to actually submit that curriculum. This is what I'm going to do to my, so this is an opportunity to, to really use your calendar. You know, sometimes I, I, I was talking to a pastor friend the other day. He's the, he's the pastor, the youth minister. He's everything. He's the chair one, two and three uh, chair leader, but you'll hear things. And I've used the same excuse like, well, I can't afford to hire somebody to help me with that. I can't afford to, but on another podcast, being you mentioned about like the Google forms and stuff, how easy that is. Your your computer can be a great assistant to you if you'll just use the calendar. When you get there that day and you see, oh, today's the day I'm going to do section two. Today's when I'm emailing those Christmas leaders. Just find a system, whether it's Google or maybe your church has something and use it. Find and explore all the ways you can use that system because then you have then you have this assistant, uh, unpaid assistant, so to speak, that can help you just navigate the crunch of times moving forward. Well, and whatever system you have, build into it some of that, you know, I think some of the more uh, maybe pen and paper systems will call it future planning or those kind of things, set a time when, hey, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. This is the day I'm setting aside. I'm I'm marking this half a day out on the calendar to do this thing that's coming up. Instead of just getting to, oh, it's due tomorrow, s- start coming back and planning some of those times to do that work on your calendar and, and know each week, hey, I've got this the first of next week. I can't push it off. Make it a, a hard you know deadline or a strict appointment that you can't miss or 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 blow off or or move aside so that you get it done which is going to help you in the long run you're going to do better ministry on the back end if you take the time to kind of schedule some of that out now and so i think this time of year this is a good time to just start scheduling out hey when are these meetings going to happen when are these things due when am i going to do this prep just start kind of putting a rough calendar down, knowing, hey, it's due then. When I was working on this curriculum, I, I said, okay, we've got 15 lessons that are going to be coming out that we need. When is each of these? I'm, I'm assigning myself, okay, this week I'm going to do one. This week I'm doing two. This week I'm doing one. And I'm putting it in that calendar knowing, hey, it's due at the end of this week so I don't come a month before it's due and have 13 lessons left to write um, so that it's you know more achievable by doing it little pieces, you know, eating the elephant a bite at a time, but take some time now in May or April and uh, just plan out the rest of that. How are we going to do that? When am I going to do it? That'll, that'll take a lot of load off of your plate later. If you'll do the early work now. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think that's really good. And so much to be said about just taking that step back. Where are you at right now? Where do you want to get to? And then develop that plan, whether it's through your calendar system, maybe some other uh, opportunities for you and uh, and get it done. And, you know, ministry's tough enough. Let's not add to the stress and the anxiety just because, you know, for procrastination. And look, your calendar is always going to be under attack. Somebody's always going to be calling. Somebody's always going to need you. Um, but it's sure going to help you out if you can uh, get control of that uh, on the front end of it and uh, just begin to pray through the process and see how God works and uses it. And it's going to be exciting to see. And uh, Ben, anything that you would want to add to that? Anything to kind of put a bow on that, so to well, speak? Well, and here's what I would say. I know a lot of times I used to approach summer like, okay, everything's planned for summer. It's going to slow down. It never 
does. I always think, well, I'm going to have more time because I'm going to be, I'll take this study to do while I'm leading this trip or on this camp, or I'll have some downtime. It just doesn't happen like that. So you've got to, to make that plan now and go ahead and get some of those things off your table. Yeah, you could push it down the road a little bit and wait till later to do it. But if you can do it now, do it now and go ahead and get it off the table, get it off your desk, get that behind you. And the truth is, if you do it now, if it's a study, if it's a, a meeting you need to prep for or plan, what you're going to find out is down the road, you're going to be better off because you've done it early because you're going to have more thought into it. You don't have time to let those thoughts stew or simmer a little bit in your mind. And so they're going to be more uh, refined as you go to talk about them or plan for them or when that event comes around. So go ahead and get this stuff off your desk now. Find something this week that, hey, I can do this. I Yeah, I, I probably could push it off. I have time still to do it, but I can get it off my desk today if I'll do it today. So find a couple of those things right now and kind of do that, you know, that, that spring assessment um, to look at your schedule, see what you can get marked off the list. That is well said, my friend. Well said. And uh, definitely um, some words of wisdom there. And we appreciate so much your time and listening to Chair 2 Leader uh, podcast. We hope that you will subscribe and uh, like the podcast. Subscribe, share it, let people know uh, how to find it. And if you ever want to reach out to Ben and I, uh, feel free to reach out through social media. And uh, Ben, we're, we're not far away from having our 100th episode. So we're pretty excited about that on our end. We're getting very close. Um, And so that's right. If you've listened to us for uh, 100 episodes, you deserve a pat on the back because I don't even like to listen to myself for 100 episodes. (laughs) So uh, I'm not sure that's the best thing to admit uh, to your listeners that I don't even want to listen to myself. You probably shouldn't either. (laughs) I I, I listen for Ben. That's why I listen to (laughs) it. So uh, I'm telling you, every... Every podcast, I learned something uh, when, when Ben's uh, sharing things. And so I am grateful uh, for your time today, though. And make sure you check out our next episode. And we'll see you then. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.